are now listening to the War Report Podcast Network. Yes, sir. What is up, all the family? Good evening, everybody. Hope y'all are having a good night. I'm your host, Dustin Smith. We're in a solo tonight. Our guy Blake Lane is on his way to Oregon. I believe he actually touched down in Oregon not too long ago. On his way to watch Bo Nix take on USC, man, the Oregon Ducks. Him and his brother out there uh, wishing our guy Blake having a good time. He will be back Tuesday night on the live stream. So uh, wishing Blake all nothing but the best, man. But I'm in here, man. I'm going to preview this Auburn-Arkansas matchup. Auburn looking for the third win in a row, third SEC win in a row. And what I would argue the first true road win, I mean, I know Vandy was going on the road, and I know it's a place that Auburn has historically struggled, but let's be honest. We kind of took that thing over the way that most teams do when they travel up to Nashville. So be interesting to see this week in a true road environment. I'm not sure um, what the mood of the Arkansas fan base is. I'm sure that they're a little more excited now after going into Florida and winning, uh, firing the OC. They can probably sell it a little bit right that they've uh, some new beginnings or whatever fighting to win their last three games, make a bowl game, that kind of deal. Uh, so maybe maybe it'll be a, a little bit of a hype atmosphere. Maybe they'll show out for their team. I'm not sure, though. You know, they're still three and six. And uh, what what we did last year versus A&M at five and seven was um, – oh, we were, what, three and three and four at the time or something like that. But um, what we did, three and five, whatever we were, what we did that year was special and the whole nation stood up and took notice because it's such a rare thing. So I'm not expecting that, obviously, from Arkansas. Interested to see just how hyped their crowd is, what the atmosphere is like. But it will be a true road test. There will definitely be more Arkansas fans in Auburn. Um, so let's see how Peyton Thorne performs. These last two games, he's looked good. So let's see how he does. Let's see how he does here, right? Let's see how he does in a true road environment, uh, not the friendly confines of Nashville. Going to pop over here, guys, before we really get into this game and start previewing it down, uh, breaking it down, excuse me, and uh, getting into the comments. I got Michael popping in here saying, uh, good evening, brother. What is up, Michael? Tell me how you're feeling about uh, feeling about the game and, and what you, what's on the menu. What you cooking up, Mike? My guy Cameron Carr getting in here. Good evening, Cameron. Teresa, what's up? James, what is up? Man, the usual faces. I love you guys. I appreciate y'all. My guy Chris calls. He popping in here. What's up, everybody? War damn. War damn eagle, man. Everybody, how are we feeling, bro? How's everybody feeling? One to ten. Confidence level in the game this weekend. Hit me in the comments. I'm going to get over here, guys, and get some eye keys to the game. And um, once this one's not too complicated, right? I think that Arkansas is going to try to run that rock. I think Auburn's going to try to run that rock. Win the line of scrimmage. So I got some stats here. Uh, Arkansas on defense has given up 3.7 yards per carry. They're giving up 129.4 yards a game. That's seventh in the SEC. Now, in our last three games, we are averaging 190 yards per game rushing, 4.8 a carry. Or that's not our, excuse me, that's not our last three games. That's total. In total, we're averaging 190 yards a game rushing, 4.8 yards a carry, 24 TDs, which is tied for first in the SEC. In our last three games, Jarquez has 51 carries for 418 yards and four TDs. He is averaging 8.2 yards a carry. So, to me, this is pretty simple. I think that Arkansas is going to try to run the rock. I think they're going to try to control time of possession. I think with a, uh, uh, I say a new OC, a guy that they promoted internally right after their their guy getting fired, I think they're going to try to keep it nice and simple. They're going to try to run it with K.J. Jefferson. I don't expect them to try to do anything too fancy. 
This is why on the live show a couple days ago, I played the clip of Austin Keys or a few talking about Austin Keys because now we have some options in that linebacker room. And I think that it's just we're going to need another uh, another standout performance from Marcus Harris. We're going to need Keldrick Falk to be solid against the run. We've seen Jalen McLeod come on late we are lately. We need him to step up and continue to do what he's been doing his last couple of weeks. This might be the game, actually, that we need Jalen McLeod to, to really to really shine. Arkansas is going to try to run the ball. And on the flip side, we're going to try to run the ball. Same thing. I think for us, uh, just do what you've been doing. I trust Connor Lou in this environment. Um, just I want to see us run the ball early. Obviously, if you open it up the way you did, like versus Vanderbilt with a big play, big 50-yard run out the gate or whatever. But uh, just come in early. Get yourself established on first down so you can establish that tempo, right, and get it. Uh, get yourself in the second and four, second and three, so Peyton Thorne is comfortable. And I think that's the way to roll. I'm going to hop over here and get some of these comments real quick before uh, I pop back on this point here. Uh, my guy, Chris, is a confidence level out of eight. Cameron says he thinks we're – or James says he thinks we're getting the dub for sure, for sure. Look, uh, Cameron says, I felt comfortable. B-Will brought me down last night on War Report until B-Will brought me down. Cameron, look, B-Will's my, B-Will's my guy. Don't let B-Will bring you down, bro. And I love you, B-Will. I know you'll hear this. Don't let B-Will bring you down, man. Um, you got to remember where we are. You got to remember where this team is. And uh, I'd have to go back and listen to what B-Will said. I, I didn't I didn't catch all of last night's show. Uh, Cameron said he's predicted 31 to 17 before whatever B-Will said. I'll go back and listen to what B-Will said, but he's not going to. I'll give my prediction at the end of the show. I guarantee you, whatever it was, he wouldn't knock me off mine. Cameron, don't let B-Will knock you off your book, bro. Bump that. Bump that. So, yeah, man. Well, like I said, run the ball and uh, win the line of scrimmage. I think that we got the guys to do it. Um, I think we're better at the line of scrimmage than they are. We're definitely playing better at the line of scrimmage. So, it's really – it's about another quick start for me. Um, what you can't do is you cannot commit the penalties that you did on the road last weekend at Vanderbilt. And if the ball was on the ground on one of those one of those punts, right, you got to jump on it. Like this is a game where you can't get away with some of those mistakes and some of those missed opportunities. So, but first things first, man, feed Jarquez Hunter. The dude is hot. I'll say it again, 51 carries, 418 yards, four TDs, 8.2 yards of carry in the last three games. He's getting hot at the right time. The Auburn fan in you wants Jarquez Hunter back next year. But I also would like to see Jarquez just pop off here in these next three games, come to the bowl game, pop off, and then head on out to the pros and do his thing. Because running backs have a short shelf life, and uh, they really get screwed over in the NFL contract situation. If you look into that, uh, they just don't ever really get paid. There's good running backs that just don't get paid. Uh, Dalvin Cook, it just happened to Dalvin Cook. So I want Jarquez to go get his money, man. Um, Now, on to victory. Now that I said that out loud, I'm thinking about it. On to victory could probably could probably throw a nice little deal his way to uh, entice him to stay another year to where you could say, you know, what are you going to be like a fourth round pick? We can pay you that money. But uh, yeah, I would like to see Jarquez get hot, go to the league, but uh, he's hot right now. So we got to continue this. We got to continue to feed Jarquez. I love Damari. I love Batie. Y'all know how much I love Jeremiah Cobb. And there's ways to get those guys the ball, especially Jeremiah Cobb in the red zone. We've seen him um, on the sweep, and Hugh talked about in the press conference this week, continuing to find unique ways to get Jeremiah the ball. That way defenses aren't keyed in on it and say, okay, we know he's coming on the sweep. They know they're giving it to 23. And I know that uh, 
Hugh taking over the offense more and more and uh, really kind of starting to to put his influence in on it. I think that uh, that you'll continue to see creative ways to get Jeremiah the ball. But I want to see it. Look, in these last three games I'll talk about, 15 carries, 17 carries, and 19 carries. Let's get Jarquez north to 25 this week. Let's get Jarquez north to 25 this week. Let's feed Jarquez the rock, man, and let's do it early. Like I said, getting Peyton Thorne established. I would like to see quick, easy throws for Peyton Thorns. The slants, the, the all, all this other everybody's talk about, right? I'll continue to do that up-tempo RPO. Get Rivaldo Fairweather hot and involved early. The, I like the nice little scripts, uh, slip screens with Rivaldo. You know, um, get Jay Fair going early. I continue to say, and, and you know, if Blake was here, he would say it. He wants to see more of Caleb Burton. But I think that all that stuff in the passing game opens up running that rock. Now, looking over at Arkansas on defense, you know, they uh, we know our guy T. Will, right? He's going to have them ready to play. He's going to have them focused. And they're going to be keyed in on Jark West Hunter. <laughs> they know these numbers, too. They know that 27 is hot. So, at some point, you don't really, you know, I don't, I don't really think you're going to surprise somebody too much. Excuse me, guys. You're not really going to uh, surprise somebody too much uh, nine games into the season, right? They kind of know what you're going to do at this point. Now, in Auburn's case, we kind of snuck up on some people because we switched our offense up completely halfway through the year here. And I guess Arkansas is doing some new stuff too. But what I'm, what I'm saying is they know we're going to try to feed Jarquez Hunter. You're not going to catch them off guard by trying to do that. So it's really about those guys on the offensive line winning their matchups. Same thing for our guys on the defensive line. You got to win your matchup. You know Arkansas is going to try to run the ball. They're not a team that can just – K.J. Jefferson is never going to step back and just sling it around, right? But this team is also 3-6 and six for a reason. They're just not a good football team. And last I looked, the line was at 2.5, and, and I'm a little amazed at the – I guess the national media this week has kind of covered, and the SEC media has kind of covered this game, as Auburn is, I mean, we're the underdog from Vegas, and we're the underdog just like, it's almost being talked about as if Auburn doesn't really like, oh, yeah, of course Arkansas is going to win this game. I just don't think Auburn can do it. And I understand where that sentiment's coming from, but my challenge to the Auburn team is to come out and do it. So Arkansas knows what you're going to do. Line up, feed 27, man, pound that rock, hand in the ball 22 to 25 times, Get them established early. Hot start out the gate the way that you did versus Vanderbilt last week. That way you're not fighting an uphill battle on the road versus Arkansas. Arkansas is going to be keyed in on you. You know what the, They know what we're going to try to do. We know what they're going to do. So who's got the bigger balls, man? Who's got the bigger set? That's what Saturday's going to be about for sure. And like uh, to, your, to Cameron, I think you should believe in your Auburn Tigers, man. I do. I really do. Going to pop over here and get some more comments, guys. Uh, let's see. War Eagle popping into the show. War Eagle, what is up, my brother? War Damn Dustin. War Eagle, Mr. War Eagle. Cameron says he wants Hunter to get 200. I know, and let's get him 200 this, this time and don't get uh, – let's not get him taken off the board with penalties, right? <laughs> like, we got him over 200 last time and then the penalty. So, got to uh, – the turnovers weren't bad last week, and we haven't been bad on offense even in our road games, turning the ball, the football over. We haven't. Um, and the one last week, obviously, it was a bad one, but we recovered. Peyton Thorne came back, still played well. So I'm not really worried about that. And we've done well on defense, creating turnovers. So 
uh, it's really about the penalties on that, right? It's really about the penalties. Let's cut down on the penalties, especially on the offensive line. Let's stop holding when our guy is way past where the holding point. Jarquez had 200, Cameron. He had it. He had two tutties taken off the board. Like, he already, he had a career day, his career day, and it could have been even better. And, you know, we heard him. We, uh, and then on the point of penalties, it wasn't Jarquez, but Batie uh, on the return, penalty. Big penalty that holds you back. So, yeah, it's tough, man. But uh, I would like to see this. I don't know if he gets 200 this time. If he does, we definitely win for sure. If he gets 200, we win. But uh, I'm going north to 120 for Jarquez. I do think he gets 120. Be a little bit more of a physical day, right? There's going to be some three, four-yard runs there. I need Jarquez to get him on first down. Do you think we keep KJ under 100 yards rushing? Tyler Smith, what's up, little brother? I love you. Let me see. Do we keep KJ under 100 yards rushing? Well, Tyler, let me pop over here real quick, and let's see what KJ is averaging on the season. Guys, bear with me. It's just me tonight. Give me just a second. I believe when I look at this on the pre, he's averaging like 30 yards a game rushing. So, yeah. KJ Jefferson. He is passing wise. He has thrown for 1,802 yards. He has 16 touchdowns with eight interceptions for a 52.8 uh, uh, QBR. And that's for good for 89th in the country. So obviously not lighting the world on fire there. And then rushing stats this year for KJ. Versus Florida, he had 17 carries for 92 yards. 17 carries for 92 yards. And then let's go uh, look at the, the previous games before that. Now, New offensive coordinator, so last week is the one that you would look at and say, okay. But still, he's ran the ball. Uh, that was 17 carries last week. The week before, Mississippi State, well, again, they lost 7-3. to three. KJ had 16 carries for 38 yards, 2.4 yards a carry. Then at Alabama, they lost 24-21. to 21. He had 14 carries for 26 yards, 1.9 yards a carry. At Ole Miss, he had 17 carries for 11 yards for 0.6 yards a carry. And versus A&M, he had 18 carries for negative three yards with 0.2 yards a carry. So, Tyler, I would say that if KJ goes for under 100 or over 100, something went tragically wrong. And seeing as how he has not done it anytime recently, um, last uh, last week being the closest, and I have not been shy about saying that I think Florida's cheeks, right? So, no, KJ doesn't get 100. I don't think KJ is going to get over 50. But I think to this point, I think that their game plan – is for KJ to be around 100. They feel like for them to win, he needs to have another day like he had last week in Florida where it's 17 carries, 92 yards, 5.4 yards to carry one TD, and the long of 25. But I'm going to go no here. I don't think that KJ gets over 100 yards rushing. If so, then uh, it'll be dicey for us. Probably not going to win. Where Eagle says, I will say Arky is all for nothing for real, for real, knowing they ain't going bowling. They damn sure are going to try it and stop us from going. Well, they're three and six. They're three and six. So um, I mean, look at their remaining schedule. I believe they still got uh no, they've already played LSU, right? Yeah, they lost a close one. So let's see. Let's see who Arkansas has left. I know they have Missouri left. Obviously not gonna win that game. I'm looking it up on Google. Like I don't have a schedule right here. Auburn, FIU, and Missouri. So they're three and six. They have us, FIU, and Missouri. And all those games at home, I think you're going to get. I think you're going to get a fired up Arkansas team, man. I think that after winning last week, 
they're going to circle the wagons. They've all week they've been telling themselves, look, we can beat all. I mean, they're favored, right? They're favored by two and a half right now. Uh, all the ESPN FBIs have them around like 52, 54%. They're favored. And then they have FIU. That's a win. If they, there should be a win. And they have Missouri. So they're probably selling it in that locker room as we're, we can be five and six with Missouri coming in here. I think you're getting a fired up Arkansas team. I think you're going to get the, the, everything they got. But yeah, and, and, you know, they're going to try to, they're no love lost, right? Right. They're going to try to stop us too, like you said. Michael says, I want a defensive or special team. Yeah, dude, I know. Like, we've been really close to blocking some punts. We've been, uh, Keontae was close to breaking some punt returns earlier in the year, and we've been close to taking some kicks back. Like, we are due for a special teams tutty for sure. And yeah, we've been really close on D. Cameron Carr says they let him run more last game. The old OC wouldn't let him run much. Yeah, so I just um, – let me go back to it. Just a second. All right, so, yeah, rushing stats. Um, I'm looking at attempts here. Yeah, so going back to September 30th, A&M, he had 18 carries. Then versus Mississippi, he had 17 carries. Then versus Alabama, he had 14 carries. Then versus Mississippi State, he had 16 carries. Then versus Florida, he had 17 carries. Now, I know that in college, if you get sacked, it counts for a rushing attempt, right, if you're the quarterback. But, uh, yeah, just looking at those numbers, Cameron, I don't have the game from in front of me, so I can't tell what were dropbacks he was sacked on and what were rushing attempts. Uh, they're not that much different. He had one more attempt, right? So we'll see. Yeah, Cameron says, okay, that makes it a little bit better. Uh, how many of his runs? Yeah, that's what that's what I was saying, Tyler. But still, like it's not when you when you have that big a sample size and you can go back and look at it, it's like, okay, like they really haven't just lit it, they haven't lit it up. Um, and then if you go back and look at their rushing numbers on offense, they're not they're not like it's not that great of an offensive line. Like uh, so I think that we're definitely gonna have opportunities. Well, we have an, a, a day defensive line wise where everyone's eating like we did last week. Probably not, but we need to have something close to that, and I think we will. I think it's going to be a dogfight. So, uh, let's see. All right. All right, guys, let me get up here real quick and make some announcements. So, look, guys, I got a special uh, episode coming up Saturday morning. Tune in Saturday morning at 8.30. 8.30 Saturday morning is tomorrow night. Auburn's playing the basketball game at home for southeast Louisiana. Uh, gonna have a special guest on here, most likely. If not, if you can't make it, I'll still pop on here either way. But um, most likely, gonna have a guest there. So uh, that'll be eight thirty Saturday morning. Gonna talk some hoops. Then gonna kind of look at these little SEC games coming up this weekend, man. Uh, we'll probably obviously talk some Auburn football. Y'all's comments will kind of dictate the conversation there. Gonna be a nice little 35, 45 minute episode Saturday morning just to talk about uh, talk about the hoops action for the night before. And like I said, kind of uh, getting the last minute thoughts and comments in before the Auburn Arkansas game, three o'clock SEC network guys. And uh, by the way, we lead the all time series here, 19, 12 to one. So let's get this thing to 20. Right. And um, SEC West, obviously going off the board last year, or this is the last year of the SEC West, excuse me, but Arkansas is still coming to Jordan Hare stadium, but we still want to get this one on them. Right. But I'm just saying this isn't one of those where we have our old Miss and Mississippi State where we're like, oh man, we got to get it because we don't know when we're going to play them again. They are coming, they are coming back to the crib next year. But let's start a little streak, man, because they embarrassed us last year. They embarrassed us and got our coach fired. And to be frank with you, yeah, I appreciate them for that. 
But nevertheless, man, we got some get back to get on that because that was one of the deadest. That was one of the deadest Jordan Hare stadiums I've ever seen, man. It really was. So, and uh, and before we get on his next segment, guys, I just appreciate y'all. Hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button, man. To all our members, a big time thank you. Uh, some more content coming out for you guys soon. Waiting on Blake to get back from his trip because, like, uh, we got the baseball content coming. Got the basketball content coming. Going to be some live shows for the basketball, dude. Just uh, got some more recruiting stuff coming up. Members, if you're in our group chat on Twitter, I was sending out to our guys today. Uh, gonna have a recruiting, gonna have a recruiting guest coming on next week. So if you have any recruiting questions for me that you want me to ask, and you're not in the group chat, shoot them off in the comments of this video because I know everybody doesn't have Twitter, and <laughs> I'm not asking you to get one. But uh, if you do have a question, a recruiting question that you would like me to ask a guest, then shoot it off in the comments of this video, and I will definitely make sure to get that. Uh, and for you guys, uh, that would be for our members. So I love you guys. Appreciate you. And let's hop over here, man, get some more of these comments. See what you guys are talking about. Our guy James Barnett says, I think the game might come down to our front seven. Keep KJ in the pocket. Defense gives offense short fields. Thoughts? Yeah, 100%. I like it's, it's both teams are going to try to establish a run. And so keeping KJ in the pocket, telling them early, hey, man, we're not letting y'all run power. You know, he's not going to run it up the middle. He's not getting the A gap. He's not bitting the B gap. You're not going to come in here and establish the run on us. And defense gives us uh, gives the offense short fields. Yeah. Yeah, let's win this turnover. I want three. I want three. But if we win it, if we win the turnover battle two to one, I think that's enough. I do. Let's, let, let, let's not let this turnover be a pick six. You know what I'm saying? But, um, yeah, if our defense creates short fields for the offense, the way the offense has been playing, and the way McPherson's been kicking, right? Like if you if you get the uh, the offense the ball in relatively good field position, you've got three in your back pocket. I mean, maybe I need to knock on wood or something, but like kicker's been money. Uh, congrats to him. I saw he was a semifinalist for the Lou Groza Award today, and how could you not be? He's been perfect. So. Yeah, give your give your offense short fields, and uh, you're at least getting three. You're at least getting three. And the way we're playing now, man, the way we're running the ball, I, I'm starting to feel better when we get down there. Tyler asks, over or under on sacks, 4.5. I'm going to go under, man. I'm going to go under. Um, because I don't know how many dropback attempts KJ is going to have. Like, I really think it's going to be them trying – really, I, I keep saying the same thing here. They're going to try to pound the rock, and I think that we can get in there and uh, stop it early and then maybe force them drop back. But I don't think we're ever going to be up enough in this game to uh, to where they're having to step back and just sling it like that. Like, I think this is going to be a close game. I think this is going to be a dog fight throughout. And that's why I'm going to go ahead and hop in now and give you guys my prediction. And I'm going to get Blake's prediction in here as well. I'm going 24 to 20 good guys. Blake is going 23, 20, uh, 27, 23 good guys. So this is the way I think the game's going to play out. I think you're going to have a dogfight your entire time. I don't think it's ever going to be uh, no team will ever be seven to 10 points ahead of the other. And um, I just think that we are, I think we're the better football team. I think I just think we're the better football team. I think that we got in our way early for the first six games of the season, uh, some coaching decisions. But there's no there's no point in harping on them now. I think they've been corrected. I think they've been amended, and I like the direction we're going. I think we have an identity on offense, and I might be off here. You know, I think we win the game. I just might be off on how by how much. I would love it to be 31-17. 
30 or 28 14 ish. It was just kind of, to me in kind of like a perfect world, is which is how this one would play out. But I have confidence in this team. I think that they are, they haven't mailed it in, obviously, right? Because they were three and five or, or uh, three and four, and they won two in a row. I just, I like the direction we're going on offense. And I think that the, the defense has shown you what they are. I mean, you're nine games in. The numbers are what they are. The defense has shown you what they are. And so I think you get a dogfight. But I think that Peyton Thorne makes the throws down the stretch. And I think that you're able to run the ball. I think that we pound the rock the entire game. And there will be times where it will be tough. There's going to be some times where Arkansas steps up and stops it. But I think we're going to stay true to it. And I think that as the game wears on, I think that we really start to establish that run in the fourth quarter, wear them down. We might even be trailing in the fourth quarter. I'm not going to predict exactly, the, you know, all that'll go. But I think that we wear them down in the fourth, establishing that run. Uh, again, man, no dumb penalties. Like, we've got to the, – the, the pre-snap penalties, they got to be cut out. And then on the big plays, like, I, don't, I hate that when we bust off a big run or a big kickoff, I'm looking for the little the little flag graphic on the bottom of the screen, right? So just cut out some of those dumb penalties that you've had consistently on the road um, and some of those dumb mistakes. You can't have them here. You're not going to win the game. But I think that Auburn plays a clean game. I think Auburn is ready to play a clean game. I think this locker room is focused. I think that this locker room is uh, – they got goals. Like Hughes talked about – I know that a lot of people have said that uh, – we had a, a commenter on Tuesday Night Live show saying that Hugh has – quit on this team and mailed in this season. He's been talking in the last couple of pressers about how they took down all the themes and all the goals from the start of the year and said, Hey, I'm all in with you guys. And I'm focused on us making a bowl game. And I think the locker room has really bought into that. I think that Jalen Simpson's plankton mentality is as funny as it is with a SpongeBob reference. I think that like the message behind it, I think it's hit home with this team. And I think that he's not the only one saying it. And I think the young guys want to bring that home for Jalen, want to send him out on a positive note. And there's like, make no mistake about it. Winning, winning these next, these next uh, two games in Arkansas and New Mexico state, these guys know what that sets up for the iron bowl, right? They know the atmosphere that that would lead to. So they're playing for that as well. And I think that this Auburn team is focused. I think that Hugh Freeze went into Arkansas last year with a Liberty team and got the dub. And I know that that doesn't, I know that really doesn't even correlate, right? But I'm just saying, we got a damn good coach that has gone into the offensive meetings these last couple of weeks and said, enough's enough. We're running my up tempo RPO offense that I was hired to run, that I've, that I've made my, you know, made my career on. And Auburn's doing it, and now magically the offense looks better. Magically we're running the rock better. Magically Peyton Thorne looks comfortable. I think that this off uh, this Auburn team's best offense is in front of it. I think you're going to see another solid show this week. I think we pound the rock. I think that over four quarters we wear the Arkansas defense down. And then for our defense, I think we suffocate them. I think that the Arkansas just doesn't have the ability to step back. Man, now that I'm, t- now that I'm talking about it, I kind of want to go 27-20, maybe 30-20 Auburn. You know what? I'm changing my pick on the fly. Because now because they can't. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go 30. 30-20 Auburn. It's book time. Because 
there's no way that Arkansas was – K.J. Jefferson's not going to step back on this secondary consistently and throw the ball down the field. As long as we can establish some pressure, as long as Keldrick Falk can get some pressure, as long as Marcus Harris can get in there every now and then and create some pressure, Marcus Harris's money down is first down, right? Stopping KJ on that power QB run on first down. Stopping that halfback dive on first down. Arkansas is going to try to run the ball probably up the middle um, on first and second down. Eugene Asante, keep doing what you're doing. Let's work, baby. Larry Nixon, keep doing what you're doing. He's been playing great ball all year. Austin Keys, we're loving to have you back. Keep doing what you're doing. So now that I'm talking about it out loud, I think we suffocate them, and I think that we win the ball game by two scores. So I'm going 30-20, Auburn Tigers, and uh, we get to, I'm, we're going to get to six and four with a whole lot of stuff still in front of us. You got that New Mexico State, you can get to seven, and then, and then hey, it's all right there in front of you, right? It's all right there in front of you. Like I said, man, um, before I get out of here, big time guests coming on next week, guys. So be tuned in for that. If you are one of the members, please, man, if you have a recruiting question, shoot it off in the comments. And for our guys that are in the game day chat, you already know what to do. Let me get over here and get you guys comments, man, before I get out of here. We are the better football team, my guy, Chris. We are. And the record says that. James Barnett says 31 to 17 with a late pick on a short field AU wins. Let's go. Four-string running back going to eat him up, says War Eagle. Cameron Carr didn't let B-Will get him down. He's sticking with it. 31-17. I'm going defense, gets TD and special teams, along with one rushing and one passing TD. Let's go. Let's go. I'll screenshot this and send it to B-Will, Cameron. I'll tell him what you said. Kenny says, War Eagle from Tampa. Jarquez has another big day. 31-20, Arkansas. Yeah, it is Jarquez time. Y'all saw the name of the episode, Feed Jarquez. And by the way, Tampa, I see you. And it's in a game right now with the Chicago Blackhawks. I got to get out of here and go support my Bolts, man. JC723 says, I hope you're right, brother. A lot of juice over in Arky right now. I'm glad somebody said this. I hope this comes across. Uh, I hope this comes across the Arkansas fans' way. You know, Ole Miss fans, um, Ole Miss fans are delusional. And I didn't really know that until this summer. And I don't even know if it's really delusion or if they're just trying to, like, poke and have some fun with all Lane Kiffin thing. And I'm cool with that. It's the SEC. Talk your trash, right? And then you beat it two years in a row, so I'm always going to give, you know, get the flowers where it's due. I, I'm about the scoreboard. But with Arkansas, it's like they always have this juice, JC23. They always have this juice. No matter the sport, no matter their record, they have this juice. Arkansas believes every single time that they take the field or court or whatever the sporting event is, that they have the best team. Record be damned, stats be damned, and when you beat them, doesn't really matter. They'll still tell you that they were the better team. And at this point, I'm not even talking trash about you, Arkansas fans, if you ever see this. I respect it. Like, I don't even know how y'all do it. Because when we take L's, like, boy, after that LSU game, I was down. And the way that they come on here and just continue to um, <laughs> continue to, to talk the way they do and believe in the team the way they do, man, props to them. Yeah, I know they got a lot of juice, bro. They always got juice. Tyler says, and I'm thinking I am making the bold prediction that I think we do have a 100-yard receiver this weekend based off explosive plays, mainly. It would be VAR. It would be Jay Fair, somebody like that. I would go VAR. Uh, if you because like you said, big playability. Does Rivaldo count as a receiver here? I mean, he basically is the way he blocks. 
just being real. Blake, what's up, baby? What's up, buddy? See the Uptempo family Tuesday night. Ward down three in a row. Yes, sir. We just put your prediction on there. Everybody's with you, bud. Yes, sir. Hey, man. We, we bugging, baby. We bugging. You already know. Dialogue getting in and saying 30-20 sounds about right. I like it. Yeah, two and a half, bro. Arkansas by two and a half. Come on, man. Y'all know better than that. Come on. Two and a half. They're giving them the home, so they're really saying that we're uh, they're really saying that we're the uh, the favorite by half a point, I guess, right? <laughs> oh man! All right, guys. Before I get out of here, like we said, like that video, subscribe to the channel if you have not already. Really appreciate everybody rocking with me tonight, man. Helping me get through this thing solo. Uh, real quick, man. Let me pop this up for you guys. If you have not joined the memberships. Please do so, man. Uh, we would really appreciate it. You got the JV squad. You got the varsity squad. The prices are right there. Tons of exclusive content for you guys. And uh, we're going to keep it pumping, man. Basketball season off to a hot start. I say that. We took an L. But I thought we looked good, man. I thought we looked good. I know that it was still uh, it's still frustrating to drop a game like that as I try to get all this stuff off the screen. Bang, bang. All right. But, yeah. So, 830, guys. 830. Saturday morning, 8.30 a.m. Central Time. I will see you guys then, man. Going to be talking some Auburn hoops. I'm covering a high school football game tomorrow night, but I will. Uh, obviously, going to record the basketball game, wake up in the morning, watch that thing, come on here with you guys. So I will see you guys back here at 8.30 Central Time. I love all of you. War Damn Eagle. Let's get this dub. Three in a row. I'm out.